You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to The Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. So I'm so excited of today's podcast. The focus is going to be about generating big sales, and I've got a special guest with me, Melinda Chen. Let me tell you about her. She is the founder of Women Making Big Sales. She's a sales executive and trainer with 15 years of experience, and she has an eight-figure sales track record. That's millions if you're doing the math. She specializes in helping entrepreneurs sell hard-to-access decision-makers, meaning big clients. She grew up in an entrepreneurial family and is a dedicated professional who read over 20 books about sales and made over 5,000 cold calls. She works with agents, reps, and corporate clients around the world. Welcome, and thank you for sharing part of your day. Is there anything that I overlooked that you want to talk about in the introduction? Hi, Nancy. I'm excited to be here. I think it sounds great. So, um, yeah, everything sounds good. Awesome. We are so excited to hear about your experience and how we can help our listeners have even bigger sales. So let's kick off with this one. I'm all about productivity, which means getting this done with the least amount of effort. So I love your focus on high-paying big clients. What does that mean to you? What is a big client? Um, High-paying uh, high big clients, usually when I um, speak with my clients and they're trying to determine the kind of clients they can work with, I always tell them that, Think about the contract you're going to get out of this client. How much do you expect to get in terms of sales annually with this client? And I would recommend them, you know, it depends on where they are in their business. If they're just starting out, definitely going after a contract that's at least $10,000 per year. But if they're bigger, then, you know, we're always excited to go after bigger contracts uh, and bigger clients. But look at the contract you have potential getting, and uh, let's try to target at least 10000 and over. That is a great goal. So is that one-on-one -on -one with people, or is that more like corporations? Um, most of the times, uh, my clients or the people I help, uh, the entrepreneurs I help, we would be going after business. So there's a lot of business-to-business -business, um, kind of sales or more affluent clients. So let me ask you, since you probably work with women, do you mm -hmm. ever find it really hard to get them to think in bigger numbers? I find women tend to charge less than they're worth. Definitely. I think women tend to charge a lot less uh, with the work, and they always always have this mentality that if I do a really good job, if my website looks beautiful, if my marketing material is beautiful, people are going to discover me. And that's usually one of the biggest problems we face with female entrepreneurs. But I think with a little bit of uh, different exercises we use during our program and the baby step, I always tell them that you know I am here to help them build their big client muscles and slowly they will gain that confidence of selling to big clients. And the most important thing I always tell people is that if you really, really look at a sales process, it takes about the same time selling to small clients versus selling to big clients because you still got to build that trust. You're still going to have to build the like. Whether it's small or big clients, the process is still very similar. 
So why waste your time going after small clients and why not try to try to go after big clients and at the same time build your confidence in sales? Absolutely. It's all about productivity. Yes, it is. I like how you I like how you tie that in. So do you have them make the big jump to $10,000 a year, or do you make them take baby steps until they get comfortable asking for the bigger money? We always, in our program, we always go for bigger clients. So we don't really take baby steps. And I tell my clients, it doesn't mean that I don't want them to take small clients or the low-hanging fruit. Sometimes big clients, the sales cycle could be a little bit longer. So while they're working on building relationship with big clients, they can still sell to small clients. But during our sales process, there's a lot about going after the approaching big clients, getting in front of them, speaking with them, and understanding their pains, or even before the sales meetings. So there's already a lot of interactions with big clients. So um, I think these are the baby steps I talk about, is that we have a lot of preparation work before we do that final sales pitch. So by the time we're ready to do the sales pitch, a lot of them are already quite comfortable, quite comfortable speaking with big clients, or they already know a lot about this big client. And that kind of helps them ease up fear or insecurities they might feel when they sell to big clients. What a great process. We will definitely save time at the end of this podcast to talk about that because I'd love to hear more about that too. You talk about on your website that it's really important to quickly understand a client's desires, wants, and needs so you can make an offer that's tailored to them. How does somebody actually do that? Yes. I've been I've been selling for 15 years. And 15 years ago when I started selling, we did not have any social media. And a lot of times if we want to approach our clients, if we wanted to approach our clients, we'd have to call the clients or go to trade shows or visit their offices. But right now, we're in today's world where there's so much information on the Internet and especially on social media. So what I always recommend my clients is do a thorough social research. And we do have a step-by-step system of how to discover our clients' pains before meeting with a client. What it really comes down to is that you have to take that time to, first of all, be very focused in terms of the industry you want to target. Because if you really just go in one, from this one industry to the other, it'll be very difficult to really have a very concrete idea of the industry trends, what the pains of people generally feeling in that industry, and the kind of people you're going to talk to. And we also do a lot of a series of a step-by-step research. We call it social research to find our clients' pain. And there's also the insider information. So we identify people who have insider information. And there's nothing more powerful than calling somebody who's got lots of insider information. Within 10 minutes, you're going to find out everything about different companies within the industry, the decision makers, who's been fired, who's been let go, who's got hired, what people are doing. And so there's a few things that we do to really, really build this client profile and our worksheet. And on the worksheet, it'll be, we'll be able to outline every single pains and possibilities, opportunities, threats, problems our clients might be thinking, uh, facing before we meet with our clients. What a great strategy to shortcut the market intelligence and people aren't wasting their time. I bet people find that very valuable when they work with you. 
It's so important because right now, especially when you're trying to approach big clients, you know, people are constantly busy with different things. I mean, Nancy, I'm sure you've got, you know, you've got to, you know, talk to your clients, work with your clients. There's marketing activities going on. There's a podcast going on. There's a family situations. And the same thing with our big clients is that we have to realize that big clients are extremely, extremely busy. And the only way to really grab their attention and differentiate yourself from uh, others is that before you even meet with them, or even the moment you start talking to them, you're talking about their most pressing issues. And I always believe, I mean, show, don't tell. If you think that you are going to be the leader in their industry, then you have to show that you, you have to show that you are the leader. You have to show that you know about the industry, you know about the competitive, you know, competitive information more than your prospective clients. And that's what we're trying to do here. We do a lot of research to show our expertise and to kind of create that persona that we are part of the industry, we're the insiders, and we're here to talk to you about things that you might not know. Very cool. Let me ask you this. A lot of times cold calling makes people very uncomfortable, and you've done this at least 5,000 times, probably more by the time we're recording this. (laughs) Yes. What's your secret to actually picking up that phone and making that call when you're like, I don't know if I could do this. What if they don't like me? What's the secret? I think back, I mean, when I started doing cold call at the beginning, again, that was really when we didn't have a lot of information about our clients. So that was sometimes at that time, that was one of the few options we had when it comes to doing cold calls. But right now, if I have to do any cold calls, I always do a lot of research about the clients before making that phone call. So for me, it's like it's almost like once the more research I do, I actually feel like I intimately know the person I'm about to talk to. And uh, I get excited about the value and the information I'm going to share with them. So we always take that, you know, talk about take the call out of the calls. So we try to make it create create some kind of warm call instead of being a cold call. So I, what I would recommend people is do research and try to try to understand the person you're going to call as much as possible and really say, what can I provide? How can I provide value? How can I help this person capture the opportunities and uh, or solve their problems? And if you feel that you're really truly providing value the feeling of, oh, maybe I'm wasting the person's time, maybe the person must be busy, why the person would be speaking with me. If if we're really feeling like, okay, we've got a valid and legitimate solution that we would like to discuss with a person, the fear tends to get a little bit uh, reduced, but at the same time, sometimes you just got to go and do it. And when you do the first one, the second one, and eventually the, the insecurity, is going to to get better shortly after. That totally makes sense. So do you schedule an appointment to call someone so it's not truly cold, or do you just pick up the phone and say, can I talk to the person in charge of XYZ? Yeah, well, what I usually do now is that before I decide to call, call the person, I would always try to build some kind of relationship with a person. And I call it 2-5 formula. So before I have to call this person to make, let's say, an official sales pitch, I would always focus on building two soft contacts with this person. And the soft contact means that the person would indirectly, you know, heard of me somehow or um, 
heard other people talking about me. And so part of our training is really how to create those soft contact, uh, contact with our potential clients. And having, for example, introductions is such an important and powerful strategy. And we spend a lot of time talking about how to, how to create that kind of introduction so that you don't have to necessarily just make a completely cold call. The person has heard of you and the person has some kind of curiosity about your service and what you do. And then when we call the person, the, the possibility to make that call uh, to to have a success is a lot higher that makes so much more sense like put all the odds in your favor right exactly and it's extremely powerful and I've already told people um, some of the clients I coach I tell them try to if possible try your best to have at least two introductions or two soft contacts and because the moment you have more than two contacts, people are going to start wondering, you know, how, why, why is everybody talking about Nancy? You know, why is Na- this, this Nancy gaze uh, talked about everywhere? Or why am I constantly looking at, you know, constantly seeing her names? And that is such a powerful state when you call a potential client. If you're able to create more than two soft contacts and people feel like, hey, you know, I, I know this name. Like people seem to mention this name to me or I seem to have seen this name somewhere. It's going to be a lot more powerful than just, you know, hey, I'm Nancy Gates. Um, you know, you don't know me, but I would love to talk to you. Can I have a meeting with you? That is really good advice. I love that because I meet people all the time that says, I, I've heard you. And I'm, it's a little freaky at first, I have to admit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was it good stuff? Was it bad stuff? Or where they heard me? But um, I'm starting to get more comfortable with it, and it totally makes sense. So great advice, at least two touch points before. Let me ask you a fun question. Yeah. If, you had, if you had one more hour in your day, what would you do with it? Yeah, more one more hour of my day. Um, oh, I'm I'm such a workaholic. I work a lot. We I have a lot of stuff going on, a lot of clients and uh, speaking engagements, interviews. If I have one extra hour a day, I mean, I would spend time with my boys. I've got two young boys, and uh, I always feel like I don't spend enough time with them. But this is more a personal aspect of it but uh, I would definitely just spend time with my boys. That's cool. And you're up in Montreal, is that right? Yes, yes. It's a place where we speak French and we say bonjour. (laughs) I got to spend, I was so fortunate to spend about six to eight months working in Montreal at Bombardier. So I I experienced your winters, but the summers are incredible because the downtown area just has... Cirque du Soleil, and everybody expands their restaurants to outside in the summer. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, definitely. We almost stopped, ta- stopped working all together during the summertime because the summertime is so short, so it's really hard to, get, to be focused during the summertime. Absolutely, and everybody takes advantage of that, which I appreciate. So that's a great answer. So I know mm. you've got really cool programs. We touched on a few of them throughout this conversation, but if – any of our listeners want to work more closely with you, can you share how to reach you on the website and things like that? Yes. Um, my website is Women Making Big Sales. That's my home. And um, I also have some blogs and where I talk about some sales strategies that I use to get big clients. And uh, they can also feel free to, to reach out to me offline. They can send email to me at melinda at womenmakingbigsales.com or on my website, there is a link where you can book strategy session with me. I love talking about sales and I love talking about different business opportunities. 
So if you are just wondering how you're going to get about uh, selling to big clients, uh, feel free to pick my big sales uh, brain. Awesome. And I know the material applies to guys as well because it's very valuable. Do you work with men or just strictly women? Oh, I definitely work with uh, men and women. And uh, selling to big clients does not, uh, does not limit to just one gender. And it's really, really a powerful way for entrepreneurs to have a repeatable business and a long-term relationship with, uh, with big clients. Well, Melinda, thanks so much for sharing part of your day and being on our show today. I learned a lot of new stuff. Listeners, I'm currently taking applications for my next group business coaching program. It's designed for the newer business owners who want to shortcut their time to success and profits. And of course, you can coach with me one-on-one as well. But learn more at nancygains.com slash GBA. That stands for Gain Business Advantage. nancygains.com slash GBA. And if you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.